0: All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. We are coming at you live tonight. We got my, my partner Ryan Lambert with us again this week. I'm uh, Jeff Malott, of course. If you're just jumping on live with us, help us out and share this. Uh, we've got an unbelievably Special guest, I'm going to try to read this off and hopefully I get it right, but the only angler to ever be a classic champion, uh, BASS Angler of the Year, Bass Nation champion, and and most impressively host of the Ike Live show, uh, Mike Iaconelli. Thanks for (laughs)
1: jumping on here with us, buddy. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. This is fun.
0: Well, uh, like I said, we appreciate you taking the time. I know, uh, you know, Ryan kind of got this worked out for us, and he's got some questions holstered up. I know the crowd's going to be firing Hot and fast. I'm gonna try to get it pulled up here on on the uh, on the Facebook page. Ryan, once you get us started here, and I'll try to get this this thing yeah, up by, so I can follow.
1: By the way, let me tell you that this is awesome because normally I'm the one interviewing people, so to be on a show, man, this is awesome. This is this is like being guided to fish. You know, you don't gotta
2: find them; you just kind of show up.
0: Easy,
1: well, easy what we.
2: We are known as the cesspool around here, so we've been aptly named by industry leaders as the cesspool. So we don't really have any kind of high standard, so don't don't feel any pressure at all. I fit right into that group, I can tell you that. (laughs) That I won't argue with. (laughs) (laughs) So, so obviously, you know, Charles reached out, and we were talking about, uh, you know, kind of what you guys are doing as far as your charity tournament goes. I know in the past it's been – you know, straight straight charity, you know, donation and, and it was a Hobie Worlds qualifier for a while and, and you've changed the format going yeah. into this next year. Let's go ahead and, and touch on that before we get kicked off the air.
1: Yeah. I mean there's um you know a lot of reasons. So um just to bring you back a, a little bit, you know, we started a tournament about four years ago. Um and it basically the tournament was to raise awareness for kids fishing, uh, especially kids fishing in non-traditional areas, uh, urban areas, cities. Um, And I think the second year into that, you know, we basically said, and there's a lot of anglers out there that want to help with this that don't have full-size bass boats. And so we started a kayak division. And after two years of doing it in conjunction with the big boat event, it was just time to move it on to its own event, you know, for, for a lot of reasons, not just for from the standpoint of the growth of the event, but from the standpoint of kayak fishing. Kayak fishing is, tournament fishing now is at the point where it's, and guys will kill me in the pro bass world for saying this, but it's at the level of, of you know, pro fishing with big boats. I mean, God, there's three major,
0: Okay, guys. We had a slight interruption with our live stream service, but we're going to jump right back into this KBN live with Mike Iconelli.
2: Seven acres, like it's uh, it's pretty sweet. All right, Ryan,
0: we're back in there. Uh, sorry about the interruption, boys, but we are we are back in action. And go ahead and throw the shade at the Arkansas Internet. That's fine. I can, I can take it. <laughs> I, can, I can carry the load. If I need to, uh, don't
2: don't think anything's going to be done differently just because Ike's here. All right, we're gonna no, we're I mean, gonna keep it as classy as we always well, do.
0: You know, I work I work in healthcare for a living, and I treat every patient the same. There's no such thing as a VIP. <laughs>
2: yeah, deal. So I think where we left off, you were talking about the body of water that that uh, that you're going to be fishing in the tournament. I think that was as far as we made it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, in a, in a nutshell, um, our kayak event that we held in conjunction with the Pro-Am, it got to the point where it needed to be its own event for, for a lot of reasons. Um, and here we are, uh, you know, for 2020, having our first kayak-only event. And, you know, again, let me, let me stress, like, we're not, we're not holding these tournaments to try to make money. We're not holding these tournaments for any other reason than to gain awareness for kids fishing especially for kids fishing in areas where kids don't normally fish. That's the whole point of this, this Ike foundation and these events and um, to draw awareness to it, to raise some funds so we can do really amazing things and get new people in the sport. Um, And, and the tie in there, you know, is that, and I've said this before, and I want to say it on tonight's podcast, the tie in there is kayak fishing is helping to get new people in the sport. So it's, it's really a great marriage you know it's it's um it's unbelievable to me how many people i meet throughout the year throughout all my travels whether it's at a, a big you know mlf bass i cast um a kayak event um a, a city fishing event in, in central park in new york city how many people i meet that say man i i got into fishing because of kayaks you know because i could afford a kayak i could it, it could fit on the top of my Hyundai. It could, you know, it's created a vehicle. back. said Hyundai. It's created a vehicle to get people involved in the sport. And it's a direct match to what we're trying to do with Tag Foundation. So make a long story short, we have our own individual kayak event. It's its own deal this year. Lake of Pat Kong, uh, in New Jersey, in northern New Jersey. Uh, big lake. Great facilities. And you know, the other part of it too I want to do throw out there and I, I wanna I wanna say this because I really feel like in the kayak world, the Northeast does get a little does get <laughs> we get forgotten about a little bit. Yeah,
2: and, you do.
1: You know, Maryland up, you know, we have great fishing and we have great kayak anglers in this part of the world. Just just like down south you know and um i'm excited i'm excited to show this to everybody and the most unique part of this and this is very selfish but the most unique part of this is in most of these events i get to uh i'm at the event as you know a spokesperson for the ike foundation and i love that don't don't get me wrong but in this event for the first time ever uh-oh. I'm going to get to compete. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: I'm going to get to compete. Yes. Well, that's I'm what learning. I wanted to get to. Yeah. Yes, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, glad to hear that. I guess I'm yeah. gonna have to come fish it now.
1: Yes, I'm one of the competitors. Uh, I'm not. I I can't win any of the prizes or anything. But I'm, we know that. But at yes, least but, true. <laughs> but let me tell you, I'm not. I'm not. It's not in my soul to go out and bob around like an apple. If you know what I'm saying, I can't yeah. do that. I cannot. So I'm going out to compete and to compete hard and try to try to win. And um, you know, a neat little tie-in. We've got man, we've got amazing prizes. I think we've got um, uh, uh, cash and prizes well over five thousand dollars. We're giving away thousand uh, dollars, two thousand for first, a thousand for second, five hundred for third. We're paying back entries for fourth and fifth. We've got amazing prizes from sponsors. Um, we've got all sorts of stuff developing around this, but for the for the ten guys, the top ten guys that beat me, we've got really special prizes put together. So I, Uh-oh. you know, I'm 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 sort of putting it out there that man, I I want to see I want to see the guys show out, and I'm I'm going to try. I'm not saying it's easy. I know it's not easy, and I haven't fished Lake Packham since like '87. But I'm going to go out and. <laughs> Good. I was a year old
2: then, so I'm feeling yeah. really good about that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm going to go out and really try, and uh, and again, at the end of the day, this event is about raising money for kids fishing. It's about bringing awareness to kids fishing, so I'm I'm stoked about it. I'm excited. I can't wait.
0: We got guys throwing shade <laughs> in the uh, comments talking about they're going to hand you an L on your home water up
2: there. In the I United
1: hope States. so. I hope so. I want it. I want it. And Chad, Chad Hoover said the same thing a couple of years ago, when you saw what happened there. So,
2: well, RIP goes.
0: <laughs> but, but, but these cats are real fishermen in the comments. A little yeah,
2: these are actual, these are others. <laughs> these aren't stock. <laughs> yeah. p- As a matter of fact, the place where y'all fish, was that public water, or was that a stock pond that you fished the tournament on? Well, it was actually a, it was a stocked fishery,
1: but yeah, it was it's a tricky lake, yeah. A yeah. lake, but it was a place that Chad had intimate knowledge of.
2: Like, oh, there's no denying that, yes. Oh, yeah, it, it, and he'd been there for like three months before I got there. So, oh, yeah. You
1: know. we,
2: we, uh, there were several of us that followed along with that. And, and if I remember correctly, uh, this, this is what led us to one of the most beautiful Chads I've ever seen. Uh, the bet that took place, I heard a rumor <laughs> that you had actually planned on shaving your beard anyway. And you threw that out there just to see if Chad would do it. It was a win-win. I, didn't, I, I, I was shaving my beard anyway. And I didn't, I didn't bring it up
1: to him until we were live on Facebook. And I sort of shame him into agreeing to this bet, so you well, know that's, that's smart.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, gonna, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and and say that you're going to have a little bit more competition. Than, oh, uh, I can. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Christine Christine Fisher says she is not Chad Hoover, and <laughs> I, and I could not. There, there's there's not. not a more literal statement than that right there. She. She's <laughs> not. She, she can catch him. I know. I, I, she I say, can. I've been around. I've been around enough of you
1: guys and girls to know. Uh, there's some amazing anglers, and I, I hope we draw that caliber. I really do. I mean, I can tell you in the Northeast, we've got a ton of great anglers up here, kayak anglers up here. But I hope we get some of the, you know, the known, the personalities. I hope some of them show up uh, to experience it and help out this, this event, you know, for kids fishing. You know, it's early. You know, here we are. It's not even the new year yet, um, but we've got a really special deal going on. It's $100 to get in, and we're going to hold that deal up all the way up through May um we're capping the field at 130 uh i think last time i checked with charles we're we're about almost 40 kayaks in already okay field's already filling up but if anybody's watching us right now or listening you have interest you want to um you want to come up and compete in this event and help raise money for kids fishing go to the ikefoundation.org and all the information's right there love love to see you out there and there's all the other stuff too um you know the captain's meeting after the weigh-in, we're having the, 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 uh, the finals, the weigh-in uh, portion of it, at a local bar. We're going to be doing an Ike Live, uh, live at the event. It's going to be sponsored by Founders Beer, which I'm drinking tonight. Shout out to Founders. It's going to be <laughs> a really fun time. It's going to be a fun time. And The one thing I noticed in the kayak world, unlike professional bass tournaments with big boats, where the guys are all stuffy. I love kayak anglers because it's like a family feel. Um, Guys are more down to earth than I've ever met in any other walk of sport
2: fishing. And it's going to be that kind of event. And I hope, I hope everybody supports it. We like to have a good time. That's something that we, I mean, especially our group, we try to drive that. uh, You know, I think if you keep that part of the, the aspect of the sport, it's not just a business and it's not, you know, completely corporate all about the money. I think that's, That's something that gets lost as you get, you know, bigger and bigger. And I hope that kayak fishing doesn't lose that as it continues to grow. It makes me nervous. I mean, you see these bigger organizations getting in, but I don't, I feel like that's kind of part of our identity. I I hope we don't don't lose that.
1: I hope that doesn't change either because it's honestly, it's so refreshing. And, you know, I've been at, uh, you know, a dozen, maybe 10 kayak events uh, in the last five or six years. And the feeling is so nice. It's so... You know natural and normal and nobody's you know ah, like like trying to kill the other guy or you know you feel like you're trying to get like trade secrets off the guy it's it's a very very nice feeling and I I love it it's so refreshing I hope it stays like that you know that was a question
0: so, that was a question I was going to ask you sorry Ryan uh you just I was down at the TOC for the shootout and around that whole environment that was kind of the first to compare it to something maybe bassmaster classic type feel tournament that's been put on in the kayak world where it was the elite of the elite anglers there did yeah you, did you being there kind of change your perspective on what this is all about from a competition standpoint
1: yeah i mean i i'd say every every event i've been at but this one especially this one did feel a little different you know hobie worlds uh, i've been at a few of those there's definitely that feeling there as well uh I've been at some local events, and I, I had that feeling. But at this one, you're looking around, you know. And, and I got to be a, 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 a spectator at this event. And the bonus of being a spectator and not a competitor is you really take it all in. And, you know, I saw the best kayak anglers in the world complete, competing in the same venue. I saw that energy. I saw that, that drive to win. Again, the unique thing that I saw is I saw brotherhood, and I've been at championship events in every other realm of sport fishing. You can imagine, saltwater fishing, freshwater fishing, and that brotherhood feeling isn't there in a, in a lot of the other championship events. So very refreshing, and um, you know there's still tons of room for growth for it. It's exciting, you know. I've I've, I've been here watching the announcements on new circuits and new money and it's, it's exciting. It's, it makes you feel like a kid, like everything's happening for the first time. So
2: it's, it's awesome. So how long have you, you've been kayak fishing before your, your Hobie deal and whatnot. How long have you, you been in the sport?
1: Yeah. So again, I'm going to take you back. Um, you know, small boat fishing is in my blood and that goes back to when I was a kid and it's more, you know, this is pre kayak fishing, right? This is this is uh, late 70s. I, I don't want to date myself. Late 70s, <laughs> you know, early, mid-80s uh, for me into the, into the early 90s. Small boat fishing is what I did, uh, whether it was a john boat or a canoe. Uh, Coleman Crawl Dad's a polyurethane type of john boat. I've fished out of a Coleman Crawl Dad since I was 18 years old, literally. Um, but kayak fishing, you know, and, and I'm not embarrassed to say it, you know. When I started seeing kayaks available... You know, to, for me, for access, like I walked into Dick's Sporting Goods, I want to say, you know, uh, early 2000s, maybe, maybe early to you know, mid-2000s, and I saw a kayak that was like 400 bucks, and I was like, dude, I'm like, and, and, and when I saw it, I'm like, I thought of all the places I could get that kayak that I couldn't even get my small John boat, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting this thing. And uh and, and bought it. And my first couple kayaks were, you know, like off brands. You know, like
2: like a pelican it happens to dress. all of us.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was like a <laughs> pelican. It was, you know, I don't know. They pelican. were off. Yeah, I don't know. They were they were not not very confluence good. now, Jeff. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what it was, but <laughs> um, but it did allow me to experience kayak fishing. Um, you know, at the very basic level and. It, it allowed me to see all the amazing things that it offered, you know, from access to ease of launching to, you know, to me, which is the most – the best part for me of, of the kayak fishing is to be at the level of the fish, you know, to be sort of face-to-face with the fish, you know, because and, and big boat fishing removes you a little from that. Um, that's sort of where I fell in love with it, you know. And then, and then that Hobie – Thing came later and you know all that developed as that went on and uh you know i'm still learning and that's that's the interesting thing and again it i mentioned that it makes me feel like a kid again and it does because i feel like i you know in 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 bass fishing in a big boat i'm still learning there too but i feel like i've peaked out a little bit in kayak bass fishing man i'm st- i'm still the amateur. I don't know what the hell i'm doing still and and that learning curve is still there for me and that's that's very very exciting you know that's like when we were doing the show fish my city it reminds me of that because i was out there fishing for species i hadn't caught i was bank fishing i was doing things that were, made me uncomfortable that i wasn't comfortable in my own skin because it was new and kayak fishing for me is like that. Uh, and I like being the student. I like not knowing everything there is to know. And that's that's an exciting part of fishing, man. If you feel like you know everything there is to know and you feel like I'm the best in the world, I can't I can't learn shit. Man, it ain't it's no good. You you know there's go out for something, you know?
0: Hey, let, let me ask you a burning question I've had for a while. How yeah. in the hell do you get that PA on top of that truck like that?
1: Well, it got a lot tougher on this last truck build, I can tell you. So um, the, <laughs> I've had a hobie on my it, – it, dude, it seems – it's funny because this is how fast time flies. But I think this is this is truck number three I'm going on of having a, a hobie on the top. And the first two builds, uh, I work with a great um, custom truck shop in North Carolina, CS Motorsports. Shout out to Britt Myers. Builds me Toyotas about every two or three years and we had uh the last two builds were six inch lifts and you know uh a pa12 on a six inch lift you can do it you can honestly do that by yourself now this last build got a little ridiculous because then he put a 11 inch lift on it he put 40 inch tires on it i mean it, it got insane and it's a two this one is a two-person job uh, so you know it, it's tough getting it off but I want I know and I know there's a lot of people watching and listen right now. Let me tell you that's not the only kayak I have. I've got a lot of kayaks, bro, <laughs> and the ones that I use the most are here at the house that I can put in my other Toyota pickup that's a standard size. I throw it in the back i you know I do a lot of kayak fishing, um not necessarily that kayak and and you know I've been in this game long enough to also know that. You know, there's a lot of marketing, you guys know as well as I do, there's a lot of marketing and promotions in this sport, and, um, you know, part of that Hobie being up there is, is you know, it's a billboard, and it's, it's you know, showing people our, my relationship with Hobie, it's showing people, uh, you know, about kayak fishing, I'll tell you this, and, 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 I'll, and I know I talk a lot, but I'll end it with this, when I travel the country, I get as many, if not more comments about that kayak on the top of the truck than the truck itself or the full-size bass boat on the back having people talk engaging people oh my god what is that what do you do how do you know are you fishing that you know what is it you know it's a pedal drive you know man that's that's how you grow the sport that's how you sell a product and i'm proud of that thing up there you know have you ever used it
0: pre-fishing like for an actual event or no
1: no never used the pre-fishing but I've used it in the down days so in major league fishing uh, one of the one of the really cool parts about it is you have rounds and you know we'll go to all these amazing places and you know I fish the first round I'm off the second day or I fished the second round but I didn't qualify through to the third round I got booted because I didn't catch them that's where I really use the kayak and uh, y- you know over the years I've experienced some fisheries that are near the tournaments that I'm fishing that are way better than the lakes that we're fishing in the tournament. Um, You know, uh, God, there's so many that come to mind. The one that really sticks with me is we did an MLF, um, this was a cup up in um, Grand Rapids. And Grand Rapids, there's a series of lakes that we fished. And on my off days, I would pull that kayak down and fish the upper mississippi river literally the headwaters of where the mississippi starts it's not the mississippi you think of down in arkansas or in tennessee it's it's like it looks like a, a little bit bigger trout stream and i've experienced. i got to experience some of the best smallmouth fishing of my life in in a hobby in a kayak so you know i i i'm lucky that you know i i get to travel to really cool places and then i get to explore the off the beaten path places
2: near these great fishers, you know. So, what's your favorite? What's your favorite kayak? Uh, I mean, if you had to pick one out of the Hobie lineup, what's your what's your pick? The the fourteen, the twelve, the Outback. Like, which one is is your your best yeah. fit? You know, the 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 PA twelve and fourteen were always sort of flagship kayaks
1: for me, and, and they were ones that you know Hobie wanted me to push, and they were ones that were really stable to fish out of. When the Outback was redesigned, um, I got to do a, a a press event in in one of the Outbacks bef- even before it was launched the, the new design, and I sort of fell in love with that one. And and I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, if they'll be mad at me, but I use the Outback a lot, especially at okay. home. At home, I love the Outback. I love the maneuverability of it. Uh, I love a lot of features of it. But in saying that. Um, you know, when when I saw you guys uh, a month or so ago, when when we were uh, at the championship, um, I got to fish out of a twelve with the three hundred and sixty, and that sort of after I got the fish out of that and you know really experienced the three hundred and sixty, not not in a controlled pond, but in
2: real life fishing. Yep. That's going to be my John, you know. Now, a, that's <laughs> what I was wondering. So so I came from Native, which is Hobie's big competitor. I've recently moved over, and I've got a few Hobies in the garage right now. A.J. was kind enough to send me uh, a couple 360s and then a PA-12 to test, and I fished a tournament Saturday out of the 360, and, uh, I mean, it ain't bad. I'm not going to lie. That that wasn't bad. Uh, We had some, you know, 15-mile-an-hour winds on Chickamauga, and then uh, my buddy Steve-O took it down. We went below Nickajack Dam on Gunnersville with the floodgates open, and I wanted to, you know, fly the drone and see kind of how it did – in that heavy current. And I can definitely see how, you know, that does add kind of another element, you know, to, to your yeah. accessibility in that boat. I, I was I was pretty impressed with it.
1: Yeah, boat positioning or, you know, positioning in general has always been a big thing. And in, in my full-size bass boat, I know how critical it is to set up on a spot to make the presentation. You know, just that pres- presenting the part of it, you know, presenting the bait part of it that's sometimes it's as important as the retrieve. It's as important as the color, the size of the lure, you know, all that stuff. It becomes as important, and um, you know what I saw. What you can do with that three hundred and sixty with positioning and presentation. It's just it's going to make you a better
2: angler. You know, it's, it's like capability. having a trolling motor. It really is because so you can like control having... the bow of the boat instead of. You know, just the rudder control—you have to have momentum to get the boat to turn. This you can literally, you know, flip flop. I can definitely see the advantages to it. I'll admit, I, I can yeah. take one on the chin when I need to. So that was yeah. that was a that was a good move on yeah. on Hobie's part. I'll yeah, current current wind, all that stuff—it's going to make a big difference. Yeah.
0: I, I tell you what—I'm talk to us, Jeff. I, well, first of all, Old Town Predator PDL. Let me throw that logo in. There. But uh, no. The, Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. The Hobie is is pelicans coming,
2: buddy? Pelicans coming. The Hobie, <laughs>
0: the Hobie 360 is a legit platform. But what I'm most impressed by or most impressed by is, is Mike is obviously really a kayak angler. I mean, there's a lot of guys that yeah, are sponsored nice. by kayak yeah. companies, and you know they got one in their truck, but. I'm super impressed by you, sir, the fact that I mean, you're talking the talk and you actually use these events, it's obvious, or use these boats, it's obvious. It's not just, uh, it's not just a billboard on top of your truck. So I'm sure the people watching this uh, appreciate that.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I'm, I'll tell you this. I'm a fish head, fish head. And, and you know, you'll see a lot of, a lot of anglers just kayak fish. Are they just big boat fish. They just bass fish. They just fly fish. There's categories. Right. I love fishing, dude. I want something pulling back. I swear you. I don't care if it's a carp or a tuna. Um. I want something pulling back, man. And I'm I'm a fish head, and I love the fact that there's different ways to fish. There's different ways to go fishing, from bank fishing, street fishing. I got to fish in Paris
2: this year in the streets of Paris. From that. So, so what are you I, catching in Paris to stop you there? Because I'm going in February for work, and wow. I saw – I went back last September, and I'm like, this dude's out here catching – like, what, what are you catching in Paris? It, it's insane. The fish in Paris is so good. And by the way, let me, let me, let me tell you this now. Please,
1: let, let's talk after this, and let me talk okay. you up with the guy. I've got right. the guy who is the fish head of Paris. Um, right. But fishing in Paris is wonderful because it's very – untapped it's very uh, it's un- underfished and the big term in, in Paris and in a lot of Europe is predator fishing and mm-hmm. you know predator fishing are, are uh, sport fish that eat other fish so um, a European yellow perch, um, pike, a xander, which are basically walleye. they're the top three. Um, all these subspecies you know carp fishing in Europe and Paris is so big. And it's it's not the dumb carp like we know here in just. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. It's very specialized, and and they've got all sorts of other stuff like barbel and um and and suckers and chub, and it's really amazing to to do all this fishing in the backdrop, and you're look you literally can look over your shoulder and see the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, saw you're the- in the canals down there, like. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing, and you know. So those guys European fishing is ahead of the curve and behind the curve. You know, when I brought up, you know, like kayak fishing and, and some other forms of fishing, you know, they're not there yet. But the neat thing about this is that market is going to explode for kayak angling because yeah. they're very limited with big boats because of gas and horsepower restrictions and and access they're restricted but when you talk about the accessibility of a kayak you know that's the next big market for for kayak fishing you're going to see europe and asia and all those
2: countries really explode in the next couple years so we went down i I, it was three years ago i was working in south africa and we posted on our yak addicts page you know that i was going to be there well this guy reaches out And he's like, hey, if you want to go kayak fish while you're over here, I'll take you. And I'm like, kayak fishing in South Africa, I'm going to die, crocodiles, you know, whatever. So I went, uh, and he has like these, you know, cheap, molded, molded seat, uncomfortable, super unstable plastic kayaks. Well, I found a bait shop, and I took some Ned rigs and some football jigs over there. And those bass act like they have never seen them before in their lives and when we get there, these guys bust out these big cart fishing rigs with like the monitor, you know, the beepers and shit on the line. And yeah. and we said we're going fishing. They bust out like two grand worth of cart fishing shit. And I was like, like you said you had bass here. And I'm like, what's the biggest bass? And he's like, oh, well, the farmer's daughter caught an 8.6 kilo off the bank the other day. And I'm like, math, like 8.0. points. Oh I was like, okay, all Eight right, points. well.
1: That's yeah, a big no, one.
2: That's a, yeah, it turns out they grow a long time. Uh, In South Africa, but that one of the favorite, you know, my favorite things about kayak fishing is, is you can pick up the phone and you can call somebody anywhere in the country, whether it's, you know, Brandon Barton down in Florida, Matt Van, like Matt Scotch out in Texas, like you can pick up the phone and, and call somebody and you have a a place to sleep, a warm meal, and they'll put you on the best water that that they have. That's kind of, I mean, that's the community that we have built here and and that's the part that i don't ever want to see change you know i love seeing the new tournaments i love seeing the money but i hope that i hope that 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 always stays on the on the level in kayak fishing yeah that's that's really special
1: and again i'll say it you know you don't see that in a lot of other realms of sport fishing you know you don't see that same brotherhood that same camaraderie so uh, you're right. I hope that doesn't change. That's that's
0: special. Hey, let me tell you, I've got a son that is stationed down at uh, Barksdale Air Force Base in Louisiana, right right there in Shreveport. And just the other day I had two I reached out to Dwayne Taff because uh I knew he lived sorta of close by, I didn't know where, but the champ? Within, yeah, within ten minutes I had guy I had Jamie Broad and some other guys messaging me that they were gonna go get my son, take him out, show him Cadillac, uh show him the spots and you know, I was just so thankful that they would do that. Uh, yeah. but they don't know me and they don't know him, but they were just willing to go ahead and, and, and jump on and do that. So I appreciate those guys, and I think that's a perfect awesome. example. Of and, uh, I mean, to
2: touch about. on that, you know, the, the, the camaraderie that we have, Ike, you met a father and son at the Tournament of Champions, Jim and Jackson Orr. Jackson, you know, I mean, they both finished, I think, top ten out there. Yeah. Awesome. So Jim actually had a mini stroke two days ago, and uh, I spoke with him last night, and he's having some trouble with his, with his hands and, you know, He said he's going to get back to holding a rod as soon as he can. I just want to give a shout-out to those guys. Those two there, the stuff that they do, they travel the country together, and they fish these big events, and, I mean, it is like family. And Jim said last night, I don't know if he was just trying to tear me up or what, he's like, I know if anything ever happened to me that this kayak fishing family would take care of Jackson. And, I mean, that I think that kind of speaks to the, the culture that we've built here. And you know i it's 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 great, and I hope that you know we can keep it heading in the right direction i and I hope that some of us will get up and uh, and fish this event of yours together and and you get to see a little bit more of that in person
1: yeah, it'd be great i mean all you know all that aside from the prizes to the you know can you beat me all that aside i mean this is this is an event to get new people fishing to get kids fishing, and you know I can tell you that. The other parts of it, outside of the competition, you know, the morning, the, the 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 draw, the captains meeting, the you know, at the restaurant that night after the competition. That that to me is is going to be the most amazing part of this event. And I, I hope a lot of people come out there, and I can't wait to meet a lot of people there. It's going to be fun.
2: It is. It's going to be. When's the when's your pro am event in relation to this kayak event? Yeah. So our pro am event. Um, uh, this year and, and this another cool thing about the
1: program event if anybody's watching right now that does have a big boat is interested in fishing that uh, we've moved the location of that as well We've had it on the Delaware River in Camden for the last uh, four or five years We've moved that one to the upper Chesapeake Bay Which is a really really special fishery down in Northeast Maryland out of anchor marine uh, that event is going to be in late June, which is a really premier time uh, you know, to be on that fishery. And then the kayak event, we've moved to the fall, which is a phenomenal time in North Jersey to fish. Uh, lake Kapakong has largemouth, It has smallmouth, It's got walleye. It's got lake trout. It's got hybrids. But the fishery really fires back up in the fall, and um, especially late September, I think. Uh, let me see. Charles is going to kill me if I don't say this right. Our tournament is uh, uh, September... I think it's 12—he's going to kill me. Let me see. Archie just to to posted it a minute
2: ago, as a matter it, of fact. Like.
1: It's September 25th and 26th. And the great thing about these North Jersey lakes, including Lake Patcong, is these fish are feeding up. They know what's coming in October and yeah. November when this cold weather comes. So the fish sort of get ravenous about that time of the year. So it's going to be a really good event. Um, you know, two dual species. You know, got, uh, anglers are going to be able to fish shallow for largemouth. large amount. They're going to be able to go out deep and catch big bags of smallmouth. So
2: it's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a good event. So, so Jake Harshman asks, what's the age limit on participants? Could his 12-year-old enter as long as he fished from his own kayak? I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> got him, I'm, Jake. <laughs> I'm going
1: to say, Jake, I'm going to say, come up. We'll find a way to let your son fish the event. We'll find a way to make it work. I love yes. that. I love that you know we have a youth. Dad, as, long as, dad signs a waiver, as long as Beck says, as long as Dad signs a waiver, he can fish in the term.
0: He's thirteen hey, years old. Hey, she's she's
1: the boss. Done. She's the boss, right? I can't get in trouble. She's still sitting over my shoulder over here. <laughs> See her? Right there.
2: See her? Oh no, that's girl. So
1: so, I see, so yeah, everybody I we're shelf. on
2: we're on becky we're on becky's skype account right now just so everybody knows <laughs> she, that's how much she runs things that's right she does, she does. It, it's so funny like i
1: i swear uh it, it's unbelievable but this business it would be a total flopping disaster if it wasn't for becky she keeps the ship running.
2: you go catch fish she's the brains of the operation she keeps it all running yeah Oh, and she's a vlogger now.
1: She's a yeah. vlogger. What's
0: her <laughs> okay. what's, Hey, what's okay. a, what's her info? Does she got some uh, some stuff she we can started, check out?
1: Yes, she started a brand new YouTube channel like literally oh. like days ago and it's officially what's the official
2: title? Baking with Becky. Baking, baking with Becky. It's a Oh? It's, it it's a sandwich making YouTube, is that? Next
1: <laughs> <what>? week. <It, laughs> you can't find she said she can't find her yet, but in the next week. Okay. You're gonna okay. See so cookies she, and all kinds of stuff.
0: So she <laughs> hasn't gone public yet. She's just loading content. We got it.
1: She's loading content. It's all private right now. Right.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. All right.
1: We support that movement.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, the Ike and Ellie's are one of us now. You're part of the kayak fishing community, so you're in there.
2: Well, welcome to the cesspool, man. I hope you can swim. You're going to be yeah. fine. Oh, yeah. You'll last here. Well, man, what what are you thinking – you know, what's your outlook on the, the MLF? I know there was – I know you had uh, Fletcher on uh, on iClive a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Got kind of us some, some trash talk back and forth there, throwing a little bit of shade at BASS. I mean, BASS has been around forever. A lot of guys cut their yeah. teeth on that and came yeah. up. Uh, what's your opinion on uh, kind of the backlash there? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you in general that I – I love that we live in a country and we're in a world where everybody can have their own opinion. I and I, you know, I the motto of Ike Live is have your own opinion. Voice your own opinion. You know, we we don't want anybody, you know, we're not trying to force anybody in one camp. So, you know, everybody's entitled to that. And Fletcher's entitled to his own opinion. Brandon and Gerald didn't like MLF. They they, you know, they were they wanted, they missed Bass. Good for them. That's all I mean I think it's awesome. I think everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And ultimately, you should do what makes you happy you know yeah. so you know that honestly is my opinion it, it's 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 like this you, you know in today's age of bass fishing um, they can both compete you know i I don't know about there's a lot of negativity going around right now and it's from it's from fans it's from uh, you know it's it's from sponsors it's from um, the anglers themselves, and even the organizations, you know, you know, a little bit of negativity, and I don't, I don't believe in that, man. I think there's room for everybody. I think um, you gotta, you gotta put the growth of the sport on the top of the pedestal, you know, above all that stuff. So, you know, I, I believe that. I really do. In in my soul, I believe that. Um, you know, right now I'm fishing in MLF. That's where, that's my
2: home right now. What's um, your favorite I, thing? If, if you could choose to catch a hundred two-pound fish or go yeah. out and catch a 30-sack, yeah, for you, fun fishing, what's, yeah. your, what's your pick? A day of catching, uh, you know, numbers or, yeah. or go out and really put in a bag?
1: Yeah, it, it's hard to say. And, you know, again, I'm walking the line. Um, I can tell you this. For me, figuring fish out, right, Under, you know, yeah. unraveling the pattern of fishing, that's what this sport's all about. I, I've always, from day one, I've been like, you know, I, I love this thing of bass fishing because I launch, and it's like a blank slate. It's yeah. like a Rubik's Cube where all the colors are all mish-mashed mish together. And so,
2: it, it's t- to me, from the outside looking in completely, yeah. MLF looks like, you know, you're trying to dial in the pattern. You're trying to dial in that lake-wide pattern. Yeah. When you get on them, you, you smash them. And I'm not saying that, that five fish tournaments aren't necessarily finding that key bait or, you know, what they're really on. Yeah. But for five fish tournaments, you know, if you're a jig fisherman, you can go out and fish a whole lake and throw a jig all day and you're going to get five bites. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think that the numbers game, I mean, people say that it takes less skill to catch 101 pounders. Well, shit, like how many times have you went out yeah. and caught hundred? 100- 15 pounds worth of fish like that's yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I think that the I, I understand that it may not be as exciting not seeing seven pounders getting boat flipped, but when you yeah. think about how many days you went out and caught 60 or 70 fish I mean that's that's impressive still yeah. yeah it's all it's all very relative and you
1: know I can tell you the very best anglers in the world will will be the best anglers at bass they'll be the best anglers at FLW and they'll yeah. be the best anglers at MLF that won't change, I can tell you that. And, and you know, um, the other point real quick too is that for new viewers of the sport, for new people that watch fishing for the first time, you know, a guy fishing for five bites, going hours sometimes between bites, you know, for, for a non-fish head, that appears to be very random and lucky. Okay, and these are, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not picking one or the other, I'm just telling you facts, but for somebody that's never watched the sport that sees a guy pull up on a point and figure out this pattern where he catches 20, 30, 40 fish, that's impressive, And, and, you know, then they look at that and they're like, oh my God, you know, I've been fishing, you know, a guy that casually fished as a kid, threw a bobber out, caught one five pounder, but he never caught that many fish. So watch that happen. That's, it's, it's different, you know. Now, let me jump back the other way and tell you that I love catching big fish. And I, <laughs> do, I miss, do I miss fishing for five big ones? Absolutely. I miss it. Do I miss putting them in my live well? Absolutely. Do I miss holding them up? Do I miss some of that stuff that is not there with major league fishing? I'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't miss it. I miss some of that stuff. Um, but it's the league that I'm in right now. I want to be the best angler I can be in that league. Um, m- my motivation every time I go out and fish in Major League Fishing is to be the best angler I could be on that given day. And if I get a chance to beat up on Van Dam and Aaron Martin's in the process, even better. <laughs> now
0: didn't,
2: didn't they? Has, t- it, has it changed? I'm oh, sorry, Jeff. I was say, go. didn't
0: they tweak the rules this coming season to to kind of incentivize catching some bigger fish? Um uh, within the MLF format, is that right?
1: Yeah, I don't know yet. Like they've added a specialty event um yeah. where it's I think it be, is a big fish event. It's gonna be a big fish event. So they're yeah. they're tinkering with it. You know, I don't know. I mean the beauty of Major League Fishing, unlike some other circuits, is that mm-hmm. nothing's written in stone and changing stuff is a lot easier at Major League Fishing. And it's it's you know it's, it's angler driven, right? You yeah, know I mean? mean it's, it's the whole reason this movement started. And, and, you know, we discussed this in Ike Live. If anybody's watching and listening to this podcast right now, I really invite you to go back and um, go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to IkeLive.com. Listen to a few of our episodes where we talk about this. But um, this whole movement was driven by the lack of angler input, the lack of attention to the angler, lack of the organization giving an angler the say, Right. You know, sounds familiar.
0: Guys,
1: yeah, dude, 80 guys, eighty guys. I hope this doesn't happen in the kayak world because no, it is. It's it is. okay. Well, I'm, then I'm glad we're flushing all this out because yeah. it's be about um, eighty guys didn't just get up and leave on a whim, and I think people forget about that. You know, all this happened because there was a lack of res- Maybe not respect. Maybe that's not the right word. Uh, there. You know, we, the anglers were just sort of a commodity. And our, our, our opinion, our views, our needs weren't being addressed by the organization. That's why this move happened. You've got to remember that. This wasn't, this wasn't five guys saying, I want to get rich. This was yep. 80 guys saying, yo, bro, wake up. Wake up, world. You know, we're the, we've spent our life killing ourselves to
2: compete. And, and, and you guys aren't listening to us. You and know, to stand up and take a stand for it speaks more than to sit there and beat a drum that nobody's listening to, yeah. you know?
1: Like, yeah. if you stand and,
2: up and walk out of something that you made your living on, that should turn people's heads. Like, you should get, you know, you should yeah. get attention for that. That's why this movement happened,
1: and it's already had so many positive results on both sides. On Major League Fishing side, you know, them listening to the anglers, You know, um, the ability to change. You know what? We might change our format in in the next year. Uh, We have no entry fees. We voted that. We did. You know, that's important. And it's trickled over to Bass, and I'm so happy it has. You know, I think Bass Bass woke up. I think it was like a cold ice bath, you know? I think they said, holy shit, man, the anglers are are important. The anglers are the reason we're here. We have a magazine, and we have fans come to the weigh-in. Be, not because of us, but because of the anglers. Let's show them some respect. Let's, let's pay them their due. And I think you're starting to see that now. And, and you know, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it on tonight's uh, podcast as well, that when we look back in professional fishing uh, in, in this world, on the big boat side, this movement that happened, whether MLF rises to the top or bass does or they both survive, whatever happens – this movement, when you look back on it in 10, 15, 20 years, you're going to say, man, that was important. And and, and it, it it is. It's an important thing, you know?
0: Competition makes everything better, right? It
1: does. It does.
0: Uh, Josh Evans commented that how ironic is it that BASS is a part of a movement. Of, he said a movement away from KBF, but it's an option to KBF as much as anything. And, and I think that's what's happened is we've got Hobie BOS, we've got BASS, we've got you know, KBF over there, but all these other things sprung up because we were begging for more options as anglers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you guys have a lot of choices now. It's great. I mean, I, I, you know, talked to some guys off the record, and and even on Like Live, we've talked to a few on the record, and I think there's more of an opportunity in 2020. God bless you, Becky. There's more of an opportunity in 2020 to make a full-time living kayak tournament fishing than ever before and that's exciting that's just going to keep growing you know it's going to keep growing it's awesome let me ask
0: you this i think our sport the way we do things with the catch photo release is and is perfectly set up to do what you guys do on the bass pro tour which is unlimited stringers if you will and that, there's been a few yeah. online tournaments like the hat i'm wearing here pond where they've done that online and stuff but it hasn't really been done in a live format do you think yeah. that, that would be accepted in the kayak world
1: I think so. I think it's a neat alternative. You know, is it, is it the right answer across the board? No, but, you know, why, why not have that as an option in some events, you know? Why not try it? I, I think for sure from a standpoint of the anglers, um, you know, and, 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 and I'll say kayak fishing, there's even more strategy and again, everything I'm saying tonight, the big boat guys are going to come back and bash me about it. But <laughs> there's so much strategy in kayak fishing. It's unbelievable to throw that in there and change it up even more to where, you know, a legal fish counts or a 14-inch pa- you know, or, or, or fish, anything over 14 counts. Man, how cool would that be? It changes the strategy.
2: Why not throw that in there? I think, I think anglers would appreciate that. So I, I know we we touched on this before we went live, but we had Jordan Lee come out and he fished the Tournament of Titans with us on Gunnersville, and I mean he admitted completely like this is a whole nother challenge too. Like you can't pull up the trolling motor and run twenty miles. Like he's calling me at nine thirty asking if he had, if I think he has time to move and, and hit this other spot. <laughs> like you know I mean that's that's kind. Of, and I, I moved I moved into first at one point. I sent him a screenshot and I said score tracker update like. <laughs>
1: Uh, and i mean you
2: know just just to mess with him I, and he was a great sport about it and had a good time but there is it, it is a different dynamic and you kind of have to plan your day out and your okay. ramps and, and how long you're going to give to one spot uh, what do you think like are, are you going to try to hit any other kayak tournaments outside of yours i mean what's your schedule look like do you see any of the bos events you might uh, put your name in the hat on I definitely want to I definitely
1: want to I mean and 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 not just the BOS I mean a lot of them the one that bass announced I mean a big goal of mine in 2020 is to try to fish a few events obviously our event in September is definitely one that's already on the books um, but I'm you know I'm looking at the Hobie schedule I'm looking at the bass schedule I'd love to try to make an event or two and 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 do it right too you know do it right not you know, not go out there for three weeks and practice with my big boat and put GPS coordinates all over the place. I mean, I want to do it. I want to do it right. I want to do it the right way. And it's okay if I get beat down. It's okay because I want, I want the experience. Um, and I know I'll get better. I know I'll, I'll, I'll be a better kayak angler after fishing a few of these events. So um, don't be surprised if you see my name. But... I'm, I'm not. The other thing is, I'm not going to make a big deal about it. I'm. I'm kind of just going to be there. I'll be at the meeting, and you'll just see me at the back with my
2: hat down, just up Show,
0: show of low key. You know I mean? Low key, Mike, <laughs> I can Ellie in the back. I like that.
2: I don't yeah. see that happening. Yeah, It'll be strobe lights and glitter and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there, there,
0: there, there's a Hobie BOS event on Lake Fork like uh, two or three weeks before the MLF event down there. Maybe you could uh, slide Ooh. in there for a little. Or I guess you're not
1: allowed to practice for that, are you? Well, that, that yeah. one would be off limits, but i tell you the one I'm really eyeballing is Seminole, the first one.
0: Okay. Let's move.
1: Eyeball on. that one. A little bit of history to throw out at everybody watching and listening tonight. I happened to win a BASS Top one hundred and fifty there back in two thousand
2: two, and I won it out of the Flint River. Come on, that was a good year, brother. That was a good year. <laughs> that was my sophomore year, I think. That's yeah, that was a <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm myself again. <laughs> now, there's going to be a bunch of us down at Seminole. We actually we got a couple guys flying in from California. Uh, my buddy Shane's driving up from Florida. We booked a house for the week. We're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a good time. Free fishing. I don't know how much fishing we'll get done, but we're gonna have a good time down there. So, if you decide to come down for that one, let us know for sure. We'll yeah. we'll have a have a little throwdown. Hey Ryan, good
0: somebody yeah. chimed in and said Mike looked like a skinny Shane Williams. I don't know about all that. That'd I saw good.
2: that. I I I, I do I'll know. I'll let. I mean, we'll have to let Christine answer that one. Her and Holly, uh, they run the the Shane uh, Shane profile for him on Facebook and his dating sites, but. Uh, well, <laughs> they, they run his tinder account yeah they they right swipe everything farmers it's only. fine <laughs> yes it's a good time awesome well jeff you have anything else yeah for, i want to do i, to
1: hit, I yeah. want to
0: i don't want to keep this guy too long cause especially with our uh network hiccup we had earlier but uh, for the guys that are watching, the guys and girls that are watching, that just wants—I know there's some angling tips out there. So, as a tournament angler, if you can tell all these folks watching, what is the biggest mistake you see tournament anglers make, whether it's coes or or people new to the sport or whatever?
1: Yeah, um, man, there's there's a lot. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to think of the biggest one would be. I think the biggest one is a mistake that I still make. Maybe I throw it on myself, you know, and the mistake that I still make even after 23 years of doing it professionally, full-time, um, I still fish history way too much. I still don't fish the moment enough. And, you know, I mean, I heard it at the event we were at in Arkansas a month ago. I heard it from, from anglers saying, man, I had this great practice, and I just I kept going back to that same spot, and I just kept throwing the lure, and it didn't work. Where do these fish, you know? I mean, I, I still do that. And you know it's it's fishing history is human nature. It's very easy to get caught up in what happened yesterday or 3 days ago or a week ago. It's very easy to get caught up in a place that you fish your whole life and say they have to be here 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 here. You know, the biggest piece of advice is to to fish the moment, you know, is to sort of not get rid of your history. You know, that's important that you have it there, but to let go and fish what's in front of you for that cast, for that moment in time. And I bet you if you go back and survey a lot of the, you know, the winners last year of the major kayak events, you'll hear a lot of them say, you know, man, I wasn't doing any good. And I just had a feeling and I just, I, I went over, I went over and fished shallow instead of deep or, you know what? I just had a feeling I had to get off this spot and just try something new. You know, and, and those guys that can fish the moment, those anglers that let go and analyze the current conditions, that's the key to fishing, man. And, and you know, when you look at world-class anglers in every realm of the sport, they're really, really good at letting go of the past and fishing the moment, you know. And that's that's the biggest tip I can give in, in all of fishing, you know.
2: That's awesome. Solid Let's advice. And we... we we see it all, I mean, nearly every year in the national championship, you know, there'll be 700 guys and you always pick the dude that lives there that's going to win it. And I don't think I've ever seen a local uh, win win the big one. Have you, Jeff?
0: Nope. It's always somebody from like, uh, the complete opposite part of the country that wins the tournament. Like
2: Jody Queen, who went yeah. into Arkansas, where apparently yeah. there's no fish in Arkansas and, and won the TOC. <laughs> <Easy>. <laughs> I mean, it happens. it happens all the time. That's right.
0: Well, yeah, that's gold, and I appreciate appreciate that. I'm sure everybody else does, too. Uh, and let me get that information out there one more time. Uh, the org is the place we can find more info for the tournament, and I think it's up on iAngler already. Is that right, where people can get on And there. it's also
2: posted a couple times in the comments. Yeah, they, they've shared the, the link several times. Yeah, yeah. Yep,
1: okay. yep uh, September September 25th and 26th, um, uh, running that special $100 entry, I think all the way through May 1st. Um, you know again it 's going to be a great event you know come out we 've got five thousand dollars worth of prizes, paying out a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff going on, and all of it is for kids fishing. you know if you want to grow the sport, if you want to help grow it and get new kids involved, come out and support the event. It means a lot you
2: know it 's going to be awesome looking forward to it man i 'm going to make sure and, and hit this one up that 's on the schedule for sure yeah
0: and before we get out of here, let me remind everybody we 're going to be back live tomorrow night. Uh, Mike, you may want to check this out. Uh, we're going to be announcing the uh, KBN Power Rankings, <laughs> the number one ranked angler in uh, all of kayak fishing, according to our wow. super secret formula. Uh, wow. So uh, it's it's just wow. something fun we do that we came up with, so get on here tomorrow night yeah. and check that out. Uh, I want to check
2: that out. Yeah. It'll be a lot more bullshit tomorrow night. Yes. Tonight's so serious me, night. Tomorrow me, night's the bullshit let night. Let me ask you real quick. Is Jordan
1: Lee, Randy Howe on that list at all? No. Uh
2: no, but Jordan did make it in the top ten on his first event. So wow. that was, I cool. was proud of him. Yeah, that was good. He good for the, Jordan. He,
0: he's no, he's no Dave LaFeber winning his first event, but he did get in the top ten.
2: Yeah, we can't all shoot <laughs> chip shots, but you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> but But uh, yeah, be be here tomorrow night and check that out. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun time. But uh, uh, Mike, we appreciate this. This was unbelievable that you took the time to be with us, and and it was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah.
2: I appreciate. Merry it Christmas
0: too. to you and your family, and, and man, thank you so much.
2: Thank you
1: to you guys as well. Happy holidays to everybody listening. Uh, I, I know you mentioned your son was in the military. Uh, tell him I said thank you for his service, and thank anybody that's in the military for watching. Thank you guys for your service. Hope everybody has a great Christmas, and I'd love to come back. Will you have me back one day? Oh man, yeah. for 100% sure.
0: Percent, yes, anytime. Cesspools always okay. open to you.
2: Always, I love
1: cesspools.
0: Right. Bring your
2: swimmies. Alright guys, we are out of here.